welcome back or welcome to the Indigo Plateau Live Show and Podcast. Once again, I'm here with Lillian Docs and Pat. And how are you, how are you guys doing since our little break? Well, I took my hoodie off, so there, there's that. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Y'all caught me mid-text because I didn't realize the B-roll was done. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, we're going live, and Pat's like... <laughs> It's all good. Sorry. I thought I had more time. You said 30 seconds, and I was like, all right, cool. And I yeah. Like, I and then, have no concept of time. Yeah, and then 30 <laughs> seconds went by. <laughs> all good. It doesn't matter. It's all good. Are you guys ready to jump into our first topic? I I would love to safely walk into our first topic. Yes. Safe. Okay, we're going to safely trot into our first topic, which is our top three favorite legendaries. Now, disclaimer, if anyone says Mewtwo, they're correct. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to go so much. <laughs> I know, I, my heart stopped for a second. I was, I was like, like, <laughs> I was like why, you choose your words wisely here. Right? Mewtwo's not my top three, but if you still say it, you're correct. So. Okay, okay. Well, Docs, Not my top three, but we are in agreement. Docs, you could kick us off with this one. Okay, so, um, I, well, not oddly enough, because I've talked about my love for Kalos before, um, but my favorite legendary is Xerneas. We're gonna have overlap <laughs> again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, can have, we can have overlap, but, uh, no, I, I love Xerneas' design, I love the way in the game that the, uh, the horns, you know, they change colors and they blink, and, uh, being, you know, the generational fairy types and being a fairy type legendary, I think it's really cool. Um, what, uh, what you guys will probably notice is a lot of my favorite legendaries are newer. Um, I don't know why, but they just are. Um, so a- after Xerneas, uh, you know, I mean, come on, the animation for Moonblast all the way from the start, come on, so cool. Yeah. But, um, so after, uh, uh, after Xerneas, it's actually Solgaleo. Interesting. Okay. okay. Excuse me. Big, big kitty go burr. I mean, <laughs> the kitty go burr. Sun <laughs> oh kitty. God. Exactly. Sun kitty. And then, oh, you don't know how happy I was to have avoided leaks for the entirety of Sun and Moon. I mean, I was sitting there on my couch and I was as surprised as I was when I first played the games as a kid when Cosmog and Cosmo M and then just became the legendary. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the so cool. It's the best story ever. And a little cosmic dust it just evolves into. Is that the first? Yeah, is that the first time we had that where like a it evolves? A legendary evolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of people try to relate Savali, Titan Null, and Arceus, but it's not canon. So. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Um, yeah, a lot of people try to push that. Um, but then yeah, it's it's not for me. <laughs> but uh, third on my list. Um, as long as we're counting pseudos, uh, or mythicals, I should yeah. say, um, uh, Moltres. I know I don't typically like fire types, but I love Moltres. That's not an old one, or not a new one. That's an old <laughs> I'm one. Like, what, no, no, no. no, no. I mean, most of the ones <laughs> I like. If you were speaking sarcastically, it would have worked. Yeah. Wait, is Moltres? Oh, that's... No, you were like, oh, that's not an old one. I thought you were being facetious. <laughs> no, no, no. Is Moltres considered a mythical? Well, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I mean, like, like a pseudo legendary. 
Yeah, I was I was I was trying to put it like in context of the whole pool of people that were you know considering for the conversation. Yeah. Why? Wait. I'm confused. Why wouldn't they be considered? Oh no, I was just saying I was like including the others for comparison, like the size of the pool that were. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Moltres counts for sure. Yeah. Um, Definitely. No, it's just a cool little firebird. I mean, I like the whole Phoenix, the the whole Phoenix concept around Moltres. So. And I then like the the retread birds, uh, the Galarian versions are cool too. Yeah, I I I contemplated putting a legendary bird on my list, um, but I like all three so much that I don't think you could go wrong there. I think I would have. Put... Not a fan of the Roadrunner Zapdos. That's fair. But I, I would have put Zapdos on my list, speaking of, only because that was actually the very first uh, Hollow card I ever pulled as a child, was a Hollow Zapdos. OG Zapdos is definitely, definitely something. Yeah. You know who would never make my list of favorite legendaries? Dancy. The Lake Trio. The Lake Trio? Yeah. Uxie Mesper to Zelf. Yeah. Just reskinned. They're fine. They're yeah. just fine. Which, speaking of, one of my favorite legendaries are actually from Diamond and Pearl. Mm, you seem like a Gar- kind of person. Garatina. Darkrai. Oh, Darkrai is so good, yeah. dude. Darkrai, Eater of Dreams. Yeah, I, I'm going to say it now. I do have a Gen 4 on mine, but like Outside of the Lake Trio, like the main legendaries in that gen are, I think, also good. Alkia and Dialga were great. Shaman is also so pretty cute. great. He's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually have another one from Gen Four that's that's one of my favorites. But for for not like any aesthetic reasons or anything like that, you guys take a wild guess who you think what the other Gen Four is. That's a legendary? Yeah. That's on your list. Yeah. Okay. What else is there? Okay. Reggie Gigas. Oh, I forgot about the Reggies. Yeah, Reggie oh, I mean, Darkrai, I'm not going to lie. I literally went and bought a Game Shark just to be able to get Darkrai because you actually needed the special fairy pass and you had to be at Pokemon Center event in order to be able to get the pass to go to the island that had Darkrai and Shaman, etc. And I didn't live in Japan, so wait, why <laughs> or whatever? It was okay. We're talking at this point. What did, what are we talking? 15, 16, 17 years ago. So I don't remember the exact event you had to be at, but I mean, little. 13-year-old me had no clue about any special Pokemon events to attend to be able to to get the pass or whatever. Whether it was in North America, Houston, Texas, whatever the hell, wherever it was. I, I didn't know where to go, so I went, I bought a Game Shark, I got Darkrai, I got Shaman, and my one of my favorites was Darkrai. Just because of its aesthetic... It's lore behind it. The whole concept behind them was great. But the reason why Regigigas is my favorite is because that was the most fun I had trying to get a legendary Pokemon I've ever had. 
I had my diamond pearl copy. I actually had pearl. And here's little me at this temple trying to figure out what do I need to do. <laughs> and so I'm popping in. I'm switching between games. I got emerald in the bottom and I got uh, <laughs> pearl on top. And I'm going and catching the Reggies back in emerald. I'm importing my Reggies to um, to pearl. And I it, it forced me to have to go back and replay emerald in a way that like I didn't even know was capable of being played in to get the Reggies. The whole solving the codes in the unknown text to try to get them was it was just some of the most fun I had trying to acquire a legendary because it forced me to go back, get the Reggies, experience the puzzles of getting the Reggies, and then go get Reggie Gigas by importing them into Pearl. It, it was just a really cool thing to where you had to have all three Reggies in order to acquire him. So that's why Reggie Gigas is one of my favorite legendaries because it was the most fun I had trying to get one in any Pokemon game. Not gonna lie, I didn't even know you had to do that to get him. So, oh, it, it was a process. <laughs> oh my to get god! Reggie, I guess. You had to go back, catch all the original three Reggies, and import them, and then go to the temple with Reggie Gigas in order to encounter him. Oh my god, that's too much. Yeah. That's I can't be bothered. <laughs> oh, I was on the internet. I printed out like on Ash Jeeves, like <laughs> oh unknown God. alphabet translation. And I'm sitting here with pen and paper, writing this down, translating it. Cause this was before, you know, Reddit and all that. And people just had the answers. So somebody, thankfully some unknown hero on the internet deciphered what unknowns meant, what letter in, in the alphabet. And I, I printed it out and I'm sitting there on pen and notepad paper. I feel like the little, I feel like Ralphie from a Christmas story with his little, <laughs> his little decoder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's great. But it, it was like, it was like a two week process in between trying to like go to school and oh now it's time for me to hunt for the Reggie's and it, it was some of the most fun I had in Pokemon and a super memorable experience that I have still to this day. And then, uh, of course, OG Shenron, who I saw free set probably a thousand times to get a shiny of, is Rayquaza. Uh, yeah, Rayquaza. I like it. Yeah. He is one of the better shinies. Is, yeah. it, is it black? Yeah. Black and, yeah. Yep. I, I literally soft reset my emerald for like it had to be like two three months to get a shiny one. Did you did you eventually get it? Yeah. That's yeah. Sick. I got it. Oh, I have him in my Pokemon game today. I, I imported him up all the way through the gens. That's awesome. I have a shiny Rayquaza too. Gotten completely legitimately. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Doc. Original trainer, PokeLabs.com. Remember that? Is that still even around? <laughs> I don't think so. I still encounter some Pokelabs Pokemon on uh on the ladder sometimes in competitive, but I don't know how they get through. I don't know. I don't know how any of that they're works. definitely they're they're gen Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So their code is like different than if they were naturally caught in game. 
it's like their coding is tweaked. So technically, when you go on ranked online competitive, you shouldn't be able to use them. But somehow, some way, some like they get through sometimes. Yeah, I have no idea. So interesting. But yeah, I don't know. But those are my top three is Darkrai, Reggie Gigas, and Rayquaza. That's that's my top three. Nice. And with me loving have. dragons, I, I had to I had to pick that. So So yeah, for my top three, so you did mention Mewtwo. So definitely had Mewtwo on my list, uh, just n- for nostalgic purposes, honestly. Like Mewtwo's great. But if I I'll I'll pick another one to switch him out later, but me too. Then my second one, again, I already mentioned how Gen 4 just has like some of the best legendaries in my opinion. So I was kind of a toss-up between Garatina and Dialga, but I ended up picking Dialga for my pick. Dialga's cool. What's his item? Because there's the Grisius Orb, the Pearl Orb, and then what, the Diamond Orb? Oh, uh, the Life Orb? No, no, no. There's there's pearl orb, diamond orb, and Grisius orb. Adam, which is adamant orb, or adamant orb. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I forget know. the exact names for. I know Grisius orb is Giratina. Yeah, yeah. I just like the concept of the space and time a lot, and uh, Diablo's just really cool looking. I'm still a huge fan of that story arc. I, I think Gen 4 is definitely super underrated for its story arc. And same with, with Gen 3. I just, I don't know. I love both those arcs very much. Too much water. In Gen 4? Three. You're for the week. Oh, in Gen 3. Why are we talking about Gen 3? Because uh, we were men- I, I mentioned that how I love both those stories. Oh, Gen 3. Yeah. Yeah. yeah too much water. Gen 3. No, the, the, the <laughs> underground temple to get Kyogre? Like, no. Yes, I love that. I had Ruby. I was like, land! You just had to get 99 repels in your bag, and you were good. <laughs> I, was, I got lost. I always got lost in the water. So isn't getting lost part of the adventure? No. Okay. Not when I can't figure it out. Yeah, I was going to say. You, you could just fly. You could fly out away. Not to a place I haven't been yet. It good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Like as a kid, I I didn't have issues, but I did with the remake for whatever reason. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this game. Um, but we're not talking about Gen Three. What do you guys think about the? Are they called? What are the forms called for Dialga and Palkia Origin? Origin forms. Yeah, they're both. Palkia is a little weird, but they're both cool. Really. I don't like them. Pat, they're all right. Hold on, Palkia. I think they're all right. I think I like Palkia's better. Hold on, Origin. Palkia's big horse. Yeah, I like Garatina's. Oh yeah, that's yeah. But uh, Dialga and Palkia, they kind of just like, oh crap, we need to do something. Yeah, they 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 are all right. (laughs) Give them more legs. Garatina's cool is because like he's like a worm, he like or like a snake, right? Yeah, I don't know. What? Um, that was my impression of a worm. I didn't even see what we were doing. Oh wow! Very nice wiggles. I I like those. Uh, and then for my last one, oh, we already talked about Xerneas as well, dude. Xerneas is so 
it's just such an elegant Pokemon. I don't know something about it. And the to your point, Doc's the horns lighting up. Yeah. You you know who that reminds me of is uh Xerneas, great legendary. But if you guys have ever seen Princess Mononoke, literally a spinning image of the forest god from Princess Mononoke. I'm looking it up. I've been doing so much googling this episode. Uh, you said the forest spirit. Yeah, the forest god. Ooh, it. I. I don't think so <laughs> okay so it has like a human face but it reminds me of it i guess okay that's, that's fair i was like more yogurt it yeah. reminds me of the forest god from princess mononoke okay. i would say it wouldn't be a big stretch to say that maybe they took a little inspiration from that oh probably i could see that for sure but you already talked about Xerneas. So if I had to like swap one out since we talked about them, I would probably say Lunala. I really like Lunala's design. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I didn't want to pick both from, from Alola. So I just went with Sotaleo. Okay, cool. I'll take Lunala then. <laughs> I like, I, I like every bat Pokemon. I don't know why. Lunala's cool. I like bats. I don't know. I feel like honorable mention is Suicune though, too. Play all the dogs. Yeah. Raikou's a cat. Raikou is a cat. Dog. It's a saber tooth. It's yes, thank you, Pat. Saber dog. No. <laughs> saber tooth doge. It's literally a kitty. But anyways, You're those are kitty. no, I'm not. Those are those are my top legendary. It, you know, not this is like a thing that I've never really thought about now that you actually mentioned it, because they are considered the legendary dogs. Mm-hmm. It really is modeled after a saber tooth, and it's a saber tooth dog cat. It's a cat. Thank you. It, it's wrong. Whoever it calls them dogs are incorrect. But they're referenced as the legendary dogs. So, speaking of kitties, anyway, speaking right of kitties, yes. And I'm sad. No, we scared Nib. We scared Nibbler away. Oh no! Which? Oops. Which Nibbler's actually named after one of Doc's, a character from one of Doc's favorite shows. Futurama? So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. AKA I mean, Little Mama, because <laughs> she had a litter of kittens, so we, oh, we call she... her Little Mama. Well, a long time ago before we adopted her, but yeah, yeah. I mean, so. maybe he's literally named after Ned Flanders, so. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's why I named Ned Ned. Oh, Ned. Oh, I thought you said something else. Never mind. Look, I can't be counted on to come up with original names for my pets, okay? That's fair. Docs, what do you think the inside of a Pokeball looks like? (laughs) Well, that's really good timing because that was our second topic. (laughs) I know. I just thought of it out of nowhere. (laughs) Wow. What an off-the-cuff response. I know. Uh, I am of the train of thought that it is completely empty. Really? What do you, you don't think it's like a like a blinged out bachelor pad inside? Nope. It is completely empty. It is hollow. The Pokemon become spirits or digital code or something. They're not even in there. They're not. You think it's just like a void to where it's just like a big white room? Yeah. So where they're, are they? They're just... What do you mean they're not in there then? Where are they? <laughs> well, I mean, like every single time the Pokemon comes out of the ball, they're that red beam of light. Like they're that's, it's some sort of spiritual technological. Something. Oh, that's still them though. 
But the inside of a football is empty. Hold on, hear me out. Put on this rabbit hole with me. So, you know, obviously the Pokeball is like a containment vessel for Pokemon. Mm -hmm. But when you transfer them into a PC, like, what, like, you put them in Bill's PC. Yeah. So are they just sitting in a blank room with a bunch of other Pokemon that are in the same box? Or, like, when they go in the Pokeball, do they transfer to Bill's PC to where they're just in a big open space with every other Pokemon? Well, so, this <laughs> is the cloud. I, I do think there is a right answer to this. In the, in the manga, at least, I think they just sit in the ball. They are in there just chilling. Uh, the show, I don't know if they ever actually say what the show version is. But it, so, so in the manga, they, are, are they just chilling in a blank, in, in a white room, just waiting to be like, I will show you, I choose you. You two can just throw them out. Yeah, I'll show you. You guys keep talking. I'll be right back. I'll show you. Okay. Well, because like, <laughs> I think I remember something to the effect of, um, was it in Scarlet and Violet or was it in sword and shield to where one of the npcs or someone said to us what happens do you remember i don't actually because i remember everyone freaked out and this is my sick brain can't remember right now but so we if they said something happens when they're in a pokeball and that was like mind-blowing for the whole community but i forget what it was i can't remember off the top of my head chat does anybody remember what was the question? In either Scarvey or Sword and Shield, there was like an NPC that said something happens when they go inside the ball. They shrink. I know they get small, but I don't know if you're going to be able It might be blurry. See, see the Bulbasaur and the Poliwhirl? Yeah. They literally yeah. just chill. Like, that's what they look like. And then no, there's Pikachu. In a blank room. Yeah, there's Pikachu. They literally just shrink down and so, they're just stuck now, in a question is, My question is... If you just leave a Pokemon inside of a Pokeball, what happens? Do they just, like, starve to death? <laughs> I, like, if you let them rot inside a ball... I don't know. I don't know. What do you... What do I don't you... want to think about it, but we're down this... <laughs> we've gone down this path. We're too far gone already. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm... I'm going to say, yeah. They probably would die after a while if they're just, just chilling like... there. <laughs> You're like three months down the road, Charizard. I choose you, and you just have it. <laughs> a skeleton comes out. Yeah, it just hits the ground. No, just like probably should have fed him. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh. Rogue says, oh, "Hold on, I had a thought." Oh, okay, Pokemon go ahead. are literally Tamagotchis, dude. Oh no! <laughs> if you forget to feed them, they just die. I mean, oh, I shouldn't laugh at that, but that's so morbid. But it's so true. It's like in the Pokemon universe, it's a constant game of Tamagotchi. Could you imagine if Pokemon games were real IRL? I have easily like 1,200 Pokemon in my PC just rotting in a box. Well, real quick. So in my, in my mind, that they're sent to a P... I think that they're sent to like... If I were designing a Pokeball, like it is like a little world that they're in where like 
For example, if it's a Gyarados, it's a big ocean they get to swim in, or like same with the PC. I don't know. I, it makes me feel better about my Pokemon just sitting in a ball that they're not just like bored, but they can actually do stuff. So thought. Is the inside of a Pokeball just the matrix for Pokemon? Yeah, that's what I would say. That's what, That makes me feel better. So I want to go with that answer. What, what did Rogue say? Um, Rogue said, yeah, she said could be the concept of a pocket dimension like in D&D. But she also had another comment unrelated. She said, I killed my Tamagotchi on accident and felt like a murderer and was so overcome with guilt that my mom had to throw it out. <laughs> Usher soul, you kind heart. <laughs> I feel like my Tamagotchi sat on my kitchen counter for like three months and then I went back to it and I was like oh it's dead new and one I just started a new one <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that that is the concept that the Pokeball is essentially just the matrix for Pokemon but are we the matrix to them and then that's their reality no, I wouldn't say that. I would say they're still living in the real world, but the Pokemon. Really? Because how, how much of the real wo- world do they actually see and how much time do they actually spend inside the Pokeball? So which is their reality? Well, before humans came and started capturing them, I would go ahead and say. That's inconsequential. <laughs> I don't know. Not- Just because they spend more time in this fake world doesn't make it real all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know. I like to think that like my Pokemon would be sitting in their Pokeball in like a pimped out pad, got an arcade machine. Yeah, I mean it's oh. it's real to them, but like I don't think it's more real than the real world just because they're in a Pokeball now. That's just I don't what know. I'm saying. Their sense of reality is distorted because they're eighty five percent of the time kept in this this prison. Pokeball prison. I'm only gonna have free range Pokemon. So. Yeah, I was gonna say because like in the show, they all just stay with Professor Oak, don't they? Or is that just Ash's yeah. Pokemon? Well, maybe just Ash, but I, I I can't imagine that every trainer in the Pokemon world would just send all their Pokemon to like a a, a professor's ranch. Maybe specifically, because I would just consider that a daycare. No, those are just daycares that. All of Ash's Pokemon are chilling at. I don't know. I mean, because they're with Oak. Because I remember in the anime, they'd call Professor Oak and like one of his Pokemon would like attack him or something. Yeah. 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 Like a bunch of Tauros and stuff. Mm-hmm. At one point, he's like, bro, you got to ca- stop catching these Tauros. I know. Like, what are you doing? Well, that was the big thing. Don't, this, yeah, this thing don't even evolve, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't, what was well, that, he doing? I don't even remember. That was the Bane in America episode. Mm. It was right before the uh, the King of Scotland kid. It was right before that one. It was mm. banned in America. Interesting. I mean, it was, I think Wait, it was why was it banned in America? I think there was guns in it. I vividly remember watching this on TV. Really? I swear there was one How else would I know about it? Or altered ones. Yeah, I think it was Maybe altered. altered. Yeah. I'm like this is a core memory. Don't tell me what what is that? That whole Mandela. Yeah, the whole Mandela effect. I'm like, don't you don't you gaslight me right now? I was like, I know this existed. <laughs> yeah, no, that episode. What are you talking about, Pat? <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna search it. Okay, no, it exists. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. I 
I like to think that they're in their own little world, even though the manga says otherwise. And I like I said, luxuries and amenities. Yeah. And they're living their happy life. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because otherwise, that's Cause so otherwise, bad. isn't that cruel? Yes. Isn't that just yeah? Isn't that just ant like animal I so. abuse? I would say animal cruelty. There, yeah, there's a lot of uh it's like leaving your cat or dog just caged up all the time and you're just like, yeah, this is fine. Well, that actually does segue into our next topic. Unless anyone else I was, I was gonna say it was banned. It all oh, was banned? Yep, the legend of the was banned in America. Was it banned initially or did they take it off after? Uh let's see. Cause Pat definitely has seen this somehow. Um I'm not tripping. I promise you. Um. Yeah. Let me click band episode 035. Ba Um. Eh, eh. I can't find. I mean, it literally says episode 035 is banned. Oh wait, it was banned due to prevalent usage of handguns throughout the episode. Hmm. Did it did it Kai- originally air and then was re airs banned? I don't know. It says Kaiser the Safari's and Warden points a gun at Ash's head multiple times. Oh. Well yeah. somehow Pat has seen it and they're just go with that. Don't ask questions. You don't want to know the answer. Dark uh, internet. Thank you, segue. Oh no, I was just saying it, it does tie in with our next topic unless anyone has any final thoughts on what's inside of Pokeball. I, I'm I'm still with my digital or spiritual blank. That's that's so depressing. <laughs> so am I. Oh, okay. Wow. Damn. Okay. They're just in the void. <laughs> in the void. Nothing. I like my idea better, but but I'd like <laughs> to think that too, Ghost. <laughs> thank, that... thank you. Our final topic is kind of a weird one, but if in a hypothetical, we deemed Pokemon as not ethical. For children to play, i.e., catching animals and forcing them to fight. Is there any way that Pokemon going forward could change the gameplay formula and still be successful? Yes. I say absolutely not. Oh, okay. Let's hear your guys' thoughts. Pokemon Snap. So it would just be Pokemon Snap forever now? Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Ranger. They tried different outlets outside of the main mechanic of what Pokemon's known for, and it's been highly successful. So why could they not have off-branching aims that were just as successful? Do you think they were as successful as a mainline series game, though? And it could be sustainable? Maybe not as successful. When you put it that way, not necessarily. Would they have some degree of success? Yes. Would they also be able to provide a sustainable product? Yes. Because there's various things you could do. I mean, you could do Pokemon breeding games to where you're essentially like, for example, Lapras, right? So in the original games, Lapras was deemed on the endangered list, essentially. Mm-hmm. And 
there's a whole Reddit post to where like somebody was saying that because Lapras was endangered, they used to breed them and then release them into the wild to try to repopulate. And then later on the games, Pokemon Company actually saw that viral um, post and changed the description of Lapras saying that through like rehabilitative uh, things as far as like wildlife preservation goes, the repopulation of Lapras is not a healthy number. So you could do things like that to where you're a Pokemon Ranger or you're a Pokemon Breeder or Pokemon Snap to where you're taking care of animals at a daycare. You're taking care of wildlife preservations. You're taking photos as far as photography of Pokemon goes. You could also do it to where people would totally have it to where... I mean, the Pokemon mini games were such a thing to where you could do a Mario Party type thing. There's so many things that you could do that I feel like it wouldn't necessarily be what the main game is known for, but you would just have a bunch of subsidiary off-branching games that would cohesively be successful. Interesting. I would love a Mario Party style Pokemon game. That'd be sick. But, Docs, I'm interested to hear your your side of this situation it's it's what the franchise was based off of from the start so we didn't have the spinoffs from the start like the show itself you know perpetuates gotta catch them all i mean that's the whole tagline of the franchise not gotta take a picture or you know you know the first selfie like there's there's no you are catching them all by taking photos of them (laughs) (laughs) gotta catch them all on kodak i mean but the last thing is like it's that's exactly what they built the franchise on. I don't think they could have built it on like this time you're gonna, you know, put a bandage on their boo boo. This time, you know, you're gonna get a picture from, you know, with the three point lighting premise. You know, like I don't think they could have sold that. In in terms of collecting that's big no matter what generation it is. In you know, collecting them all, completing a Pokedex, uh People are completionists by nature. A lot of people, they want to complete something. So yeah, you can be like, oh, take a picture of every Pokemon. But it's like, you know, catch every Pokemon. And that could be a lot more challenging. People want competition with battling. Um, I don't think those side games would have given enough of those factors to then warrant their popularity. I think it would have been a huge failure, especially with the show not promoting any of that stuff. I mean, yeah, Brock wanted to breed. Tracy wanted to take picture, or was Tracy drawing or taking pictures? Drawing, drawing. Yeah, yeah but then you know, I mean, like there were side characters in the show that, that, but the main character's goal was to catch them all in battle. So I don't think they would have gotten anywhere near as far if the games or if the whole premise wasn't captured and fight. Yeah. So are you? I'm saying, I guess, like, so all the games as they were, are still around, but, like, this is, like, going forward, do you think the fan base would abandon the game series at that point? Or do yep. you think they would still... Nope. You think they, they'd be, they they'd be done-so? So, yeah, so if you just remove fighting, if if you keep every interaction and everything in all of the games, and you just removed fighting out of the games, how do you think that would work? It's one of the reasons why I hate Arceus. Legends Arceus. There's very few battles. You hated the post game. The story was good, but I really didn't like most of the game. Uh, it, it was also very well received. 
so you can come up with a model that has little to no battling that can be successful. It was very well received, Pokemon Arceus. I loved that game. Loved it. So one of the questions I was going to ask, um, do you think the battling is more important to you or the collecting? Like if you can only pick one or the other, which one do you think is more important to the Pokemon identity? Or do you think they're equal? Ox, take it. Personally, I, I collect over battle, but I think they're equally important to the success. They are. They are. I'm a collector. I mean, I've told you guys before that in Scarlet Violet, I literally collected every item in the game, every TM in the game, have multitude of excess items as far as mints and rare candies, etc. go. And I was super into the competitive scene, so it, it was a very important aspect for me as far as the collector sides go. That was driven by the battle side of the game. So they kind of go hand in hand because what's the point of collecting all these battle items, all these berries, all these leveling up materials, if not to train my Pokemon in order to battle with them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so was, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, because I was thinking of a solution if you were able to catch a Pokemon, maybe release it. I don't know, but like the concept is you're learning about Pokemon filling out like the decks and stuff like kind of like Arceus you know you're getting the more and more you catch the more and more you get for me like the way I play Pokemon I just give them the strongest move so I try to hit knock them out once and go like I'm not all interested in that kind of aspect so personally I don't know I think I would be okay with a game where you literally just go around and collect Pokemon and then don't battle anybody I like the battles for a sense of progression. That That's fair. Like, it is, because it makes you feel like you're working towards something. Yeah, I didn't know where I was at any given point in Arceus. Well, that's why, like, learning about the Pokemon and, like, filling out the decks could be, like, you know, that could be your sense of progression. But it's, it, I, I get what Docs is saying, because it's it's a tangible sense of progression to where it's, like, you go and you face a trainer. I, I only died one time in Violet, and that was because I was on some hillside, and I accidentally, which a whole, some of the game mechanics irk me to where it's like you can skip trainers, and you, when you walk in front of them, you don't even have to battle them, and you just bypass them. I, I don't really care for that, but I, <laughs> I talked to this one, well, sure, but I don't know. I was like, bye. <laughs> I mean, nostalgic. But I faced this one trainer who had like level 50 Pokemon. And I only I only had level 30 Pokemon. And I'm just out in an area to where I have no business being in yet. Mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those moments where it's like, oh, I shouldn't be here yet. And it got absolutely mopped by this guy. And I was so mad because I was in the middle of nowhere. Found no fly point that was 
anywhere relatively close. And I got so salty that night because I got sent back to my last um, Pokemon Center point. And I was so far away from where I was at that I got sick and turned the game off. And as salty as it made me, it made me happy because it was nostalgic of like the old game Mm -hmm. where if you wipe out, you just get sent to your last Pokemon Center and you're just like, oh, man, I really have to do that all over again. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see the battles as any marker of progression outside of like, oh, okay, I can't challenge this person yet. I don't see that as any different as like just filling out. It gives you direction on on where you should be at in the game, whether you're under leveled or over leveled. So I I understand what Docs is saying by it kind of gives you a sense of purpose of and drive of, oh, well, I'm under leveled for this area. I need a grind. Yeah, that's a, that's just like a more linear way of kind of thinking about it, you know. Like I'm a very linear person, so right. So no, that's fine. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. That's, I'm just saying like I don't think that's the only way you could measure progression. That's all. True. I mean, progression can be. Where's my Pokédex at? How many? What does my bag look like? Do I have the items necessary? to do the things that i want to do mm-hmm. like i said i'm a collector in all my games i always collect everything like if sword art online was a thing i would be the merchant okay that's fair i know that's how i am i like i don't use anything you should see my bag it's literally just filled to the brim with items that i'll never use but i still have to like search comb the area for absolutely everything oh yeah like why why i'm not going to use this See, item <laughs> i keep one of everything in my inventory and then i just fire sale the rest to buy battle items that's in mints and candies dude i'd have so much money if i just sold these things because i'm like i said i'm not going to use them i'll sell your bag last time i sold my bag i almost maxed out oh my god i need to do that yeah <laughs> but then i also like i want that item just to have so it. save one just save one you no. don't need the 42 max revives in your bag but you okay. never know <laughs> you never know the one time i sell them all is the time we're gonna need them that won't happen save but. six you'll okay. be able to revive your whole team okay. i guess i just gotta be prepared but any other thoughts on if pokemon would survive in any other format outside of what we have for the an absolute no i, I don't see it <laughs> like hell no I think it would. I think it would survive. I don't think it would be quite as successful as it what it as it is. If you take away the battling mechanic, I feel like you take away a huge sense of purpose to what the games actually fulfill in people, which yeah. is the competitive aspect. I feel like once you take away that competitive aspect and drive in a game, it it, it makes it lackluster for people. Yeah, so. I don't, yeah, I agree. I think since Pokemon is such a big franchise, like people still buy the off, I almost said off-brand games, the spin-off games. I still think there'll be an audience for it. Uh, just the people who only play the main series games are not gonna. I don't think they'll flock to anything different. But I, I mean, s- my whole comparison is the whole Animal Crossing thing. Well, in what way? Just in general. I don't know. I I feel like the spinoffs, I feel like you guys aren't 
giving them their flowers. No, I think I am. I they sell well. I'm just saying the people who only play the mainline game, I don't think they're gonna care about. Like, like I'm just saying. For example, if you only ever just played the main series game, never played like Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap, never cared about it, I don't think this is gonna be the catalyst to be like, okay, now I they might check it out, but I I don't think it's gonna be. It would be enough. Yeah. It still survive. Like Pokemon would still be around, obviously. True. But I just, I just don't know if people are just only f- interested in the main series game. Yeah, you would just have to market it differently, different demographic, different age group, different audience. Yeah, I think it would give them an opportunity to do new things, though. Honestly, like try different things. Not to say I yeah. want the main series games to be any different than... I mean, outside of being better, <laughs> but they, the formula, what? at least. They, they should try to turn it into a trading card game. <laughs> Pat, are you okay? Nah. Hold on. <laughs> We're having okay. some technical Pat difficulty. Lost electricity. I don't know what's going on. The light came off? Alright. <laughs> I fucked up. Oh, 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 my bad. Well, I think we should all go to bed. <laughs> yeah, we should probably Sorry. We should probably wrap it up there. Docs, do you want to go ahead and tell everyone where they can find us? You can go ahead and find us on the face bean. Nah, it's it's uh Podbean and YouTube and basically everywhere you get your podcast, you'll find us. Or just Google and go Plato Show. Something will pop up where you can listen to us. Pat, anything to say for yourself? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what, anyway, what happened? A, what even happened? I uh, my ring light. I accidentally kicked the cord, and I just I just ripped the cord out of my ring light. Oh my god! Well, we're at the end anyway, so it's all it's all it's good. It's been a long day. It's been a very long day. It I has. need to go to sleep. Heart right. attack signing out. Say goodnight. Later, Bye, guys. Good night. Bye.